Morning guys, welcome to Emmett Audio. It's cold out this morning, even though we're still in August. I had to put on a bunch of layers up top to balance out the fact that I still want to wear shorts. It'll warm up later. Um, today I want to talk about something that I talk a lot about sort of coming at it sideways but I want to talk about it as uh, bluntly as I can, um, which is the idea of developing a good eye for line and form um, and why some spoons look more pleasing than other spoons and why some people seem to have a knack for getting that elegant line. Oh, we got a vehicle. Come on, dogs. Come here. Come here. <clears throat> Good dog. Sit. Um, and, and why that's a skill that you can develop over time. Hold on. I got to pause while this vehicle goes by. Stay. Morning. Okay, this way. And, um, Uh, I don't often talk about it directly because I feel like it's something, well, I felt for a while like I, I, I couldn't articulate how to get a good eye, how you might go about improving your eye, improving your ability to not just physically draw the clean shapes, but to actually see what shapes are good and to have an understanding in your head of what makes for a good form. So, I've tried to come at it sideways in a number of ways by talking about the technical aspects of how to make it easier to draw clean lines, that sort of thing. But I want to compile, if I can, all the things that I've figured out over the years of how to how to do that. First of all, I would say... Um, that just drawing in general is is one of the more important skills. The ability to sketch things pretty accurately is a skill and one that is really helpful if you are exploring that. The times when I've taught people who are artists, they have often struggled to make the spoon the way they want it to be, but their drawing of the spoon has been much, um, has been much better in the sense that it was, it showed a clear um, style, right? They clearly had an aesthetic that they were going for. Um, and it was thought out and, 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 uh, well-proportioned. So I think that sketching in general is a, is a good idea. And I had an architect tell me that, uh, actually urban sketching, sketching buildings is a great idea, excuse me, because a lot of thought goes into the lines and proportions of buildings. And once you internalize that by drawing them, by capturing what you see on the page, you 
even if you're not consciously asking yourself, you know, what's the proportion of this to that and all that, you just start to internalize those things because a lot of what makes for a great spoon design has to do with the sense of proportion. How thin can the neck be? How thin should it be? You know, some of this and then balancing that with function, but there's plenty of wiggle room within the functionality of a particular form to then tweak the aesthetics one way or the other. And it's amazing how taking that extra little bit off the handle and making it thin, but not too thin, or leaving it thicker than you maybe are used to doing is uh, super valuable. And once you develop the technical skills to achieve it, then it comes down to actually deciding to do it. Um, so generally, I would say, here's a couple things that I would say that people can do to um, to think about as you're thinking about aesthetics. One is I think a lot about curves and corners. In the best spoon designs, um, there is a balance of curves and corners. Now, I'm partly flummoxed by this because one of my favorite spoons that I've ever carved that I've kept is this slightly smaller eating spoon, which uh, has a much more rounded handle end than I normally do. Normally, I do a curve that has a corner at each side of the curve to balance out the curve, and this one doesn't, and I love it, and I... Uh, I still struggle with it, <laughs> but it's fantastic. It looks fantastic. It works great. Uh, so, um, so curves and corners, you know, if you have too many corners, then the, the spoon feels spiky and, and, um, forbidding. And if it's too many curves, it feels, uh, loose and lumpy and indecisive. So you want that tension that comes from a combination of curves and corners. Um, and they don't have to be sharp corners. They can be subtle corners, like at the, the way that a lot of my handle ends are a curve that comes to a sharp corner at the sides. Uh, that is a deliberate choice to capture both of those things. I could make it a complete curve by just rounding it over, but I don't. Um, and I could make it squared off, but I don't. Another thing that you can do in terms of aesthetically in your spoons is practice tightening your shoulders up. I think uh, it is common practice, and this is where sort of the technical skills bumps into the aesthetics. It is common practice when you're starting out to do very uh, almost triangular shoulders. And I think this comes from the idea that it's actually easier to do those shoulders, but it's not. It's actually easier to do tight shoulders. And there's a way in which crisp, tight shoulders uh, really adds, um, it just adds something to it. Now it is possible to overdo the shoulders, right? So being able to see how to tweak a line that maybe the shoulder is too tight, or maybe it should be looser. Those are things that <clears throat> come down to doing things over and over again. And this, again, where we come back to sketching. So once you've practiced just drawing things in general, maybe drawing buildings, if you draw the same spoon shape and just tweak 
first one thing and then another thing, you can see the dramatic changes that comes from leaving the shoulders really loose or tightening them up and then tightening them up further than that and then tightening them up further than that. Oop, that's too far. Making the neck really tight. And I would recommend when you do these exercises to um, really try and hold the spoon shape constant so that you can see what effect it has to tighten that aspect up or loosen it of, for instance, the shoulders and how tightly they curve into the neck. Um, and also to do these drawings fairly quickly um, and not be obsessed with getting each element of them perfect, but more to get a sense of, okay, in a sketchy sort of way, if I tighten this up, where's the sweet spot? Because while the sweet spot might be something that is a personal choice, uh, it exists for each of us for each aspect of things, right? If you think about where your hand should be on the handle of the axe to get the sweet spot of the maximum control with the maximum power, that is going to be a particular spot. And the same, I would argue, is true for uh, most forms that for a particular form, what you're searching for, the length, the width, the functionality of it, there is a particular, you know, the size bowl, there's a particular sweet spot for many of these things. And you will know it when you are approaching it. And the key is to be able to recognize it. And it's much easier to have done a lot of that recognition through sketching than it is through carving spoon after spoon after spoon. You need both, but the sketching will get you there a lot faster.